Hello and welcome to the Praying Wife Podcast. As always, I am your host, Corrine Cash, and I want to thank you so very much for joining us for this episode. I am joined by my wonderful husband of 14 years, Mr. Ronnie Cash. Hello. (laughs) Today, we just wanted to take some time to talk about the importance of self-care, taking care of yourself as a mom, as a father, as a wife, as a husband, as a friend, sister, brother, aunt, cousin, whatever it is, employer, employee, there's just, there are so many things that we all have to do. Um, We have so many responsibilities. We have so many people depending on us, especially as moms, Um, so many things that need our attention or need our help or just craves our love, right? That is just, it makes it so easy to neglect loving and taking care of ourselves. So I just wanted us to talk a little bit about the importance of it and just some things that you can do to take care of yourself, to to do this thing we call self-care. But first of all, I think it's important that I say this because I think sometimes, I know especially as women, we oftentimes feel as though it's a sin or it's a crime or that it's selfish for us to take care of ourselves. Um taking time or pampering ourselves or, you know, doing things like, like we're being irresponsible. And if you're in that position where you feel that way, I really hope that I can change your mind and get you to see that, you know, if you think about it in a certain way, the reverse can be true. As in, in the same way we have to take care of our cars, like you, you, if you continue to drive your car, you have to be sure you're checking the oil. You have to make sure that you're fueling it up. Our bodies are the same way. And if we don't take time to rest, if we don't take time to recharge, then we're actually not going to be very helpful for the people that need us. Um, we'll probably be surrounded by stress. We will even get sick. We know that there are studies that show that stress cause sickness. And so it's very important if you're thinking about, you know, wanting to be there for your kids, wanting to be there for your family or whoever it is, know that you have to make sure that you are well taken care of so that you can be effective. You can be the helper that God has called you to be in your marriage. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know that, I don't know if maybe it's just me, but I don't know if men share that same sentiment as in Thinking it's just, like you say, some women think it's a sin to, mm-hmm. nah, I, I like to take care of myself. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the, that's the, the honest truth is what you're saying. You know, you you can only be a better dad, a better husband, a better employer, a better employee, a better everything if you're the best version of yourself or trying yes. to be the best version. And you're not going to be that by constantly doing. Uh, the funny thing about society nowadays, uh, and it's been like this even before covid even before the, the, I guess the revolution of the side hustle, everything everything is pushed at you through ads and media. And it's all about getting your hustle on, getting you know, trying to figure out entrepreneurship. All this stuff is great, but it's like I feel like it made people feel like they always gonna be on the hustle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They always, always gotta be trying to, be doing. to right, always doing, but not realizing that you know. Just like a car, when that thing runs out of gas, it's out of gas. If you don't stop to put gas in it, yep, it will it's going to break down. Yep. Same thing like you say with the oil. By the way, we need to get our oil changed as well. <laughs> Thanks. But the same thing, you know, I mean, because gas is like on, off. But with, with oil, oil is a better analogy to put forth because, you know, the car won't automatically cut off. You know what I mean? The 
as the oil gets old and and you know just uh, lumpy or whatever you call it, you know just really dirty from you know cleaning the engine by running through the engine so many times that it gets really dirty and gunky. Yeah, it's gonna start to clog up things. So you'll see like okay maybe the engine doesn't uh the acceleration doesn't run doesn't, as smooth. Right, you know it yeah. doesn't accelerate as good and over time, you know what I mean, it, it, it's gonna get worse and definitely. It needs to be a time for a change, a time, a time for gotta a rest. Got to clean the oil out. Got to yeah. clean, got to change it out. You know what I mean? Right, And that's right. the thing with life. Sometimes certain things, maybe we need to change it up because maybe certain things, certain things working, you know, certain behaviors or certain uh, things we're doing, rituals are working, but then maybe there's some things that are not working right. and it's time to change them out. Right. You know and I mean? it's important. That's where rest can help because during that time, you can really start to evaluate those things and see, well, what, what are some of the things that's working well? What are some of the things that's not? But if you find yourself constantly in a go, 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 you never get the opportunity to step back and really analyze exactly what's going on. And so it's just it's just very important. And I, and I hope that whoever is listening, um, that you really take a second to think and, and question, am I taking time out for myself? Am I doing the things that I need to to replenish? Because we give and we give and we give. And at some point, you need to be restored back. You need to be filled back up. Um, and the same goes true, I would say, even with our spiritual lives. When you are constantly, you know, if you're helping others and you're praying for others and you're sharing all of the time, it's like making sure that you're spending that time with God so that he can fill you back up so that you can continue to pour um, out into other people. And so that's why continuing to be in your word and continuing to, to spend time in prayer, not just trying to rely on the teachings or the the messages or the word that you've had from a year ago or a month ago, you know, but because at some point you're going to run a little bit dry. And so the same mirrors in our, in our physical and our spiritual lives as well. I agree. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I totally agree. Um, sad to say, you know, if you come up in church or you've been in the, in the Christian walk for a while, there are certain I wouldn't call them isms or certain behaviors. You know, certain things, there's a lot that you could probably do just through uh, the way that we, you know, every week we go to church, every week we, when we go to church and we sing songs, we sing, we, you know, we, we know the songs because, you know, we sing them often, we, right. we repeat certain songs. So we're able to sing the songs, you know, when they're praying, we we close our eyes and we, and we pray along and we're able to raise our hands and to worship. But, you know, at some point it's just, it's going to be powerless, you know what I mean? Because it's just going to be. Continue, it's continue going through the motions yeah, at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and not discounting anyone's, you know, worship when you go. We're just saying it's, it's, you just have to make sure that you're constantly in a place of being fed, constantly in a place of replenishing. Um, and that, again, goes beyond spiritual because I think a lot of times, you know, this is, of course, a, a, a spiritual podcast, but we try to always relate things to, to physical, but like the things that you're doing every single day. And so you want to make sure, you know, and, and we can probably get into now some some examples of like what that looks like for me, because I always try to practice what I preach. Um, and one of the things that's very important for me is like my me time. Um, we all kind of have me times. There'll be sometimes I'm just, I'll lock myself away, um, in a room, whether that's I'm in my prayer closet or I'm just in the bathroom or, you know, wherever it is, I find a lot of solace in the shower. 
Um, there's sometimes I'll just say, okay, this is my time. I tell myself that and I'll get me a chocolate cake and orange juice. My husband know I love that combination. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just sit down and I just kind of breathe and don't think about anything. I may put on a show and that's my time to decompress. Um, sometimes too, just after I take the kids to school in the mornings on the drive back, that's my time to decompress, um, where I'm not trying to think of things or think about the things that I have to do or who needs me, but it's really just my quiet me time. Um, so that's important, just being able to steal away. And, and again, it doesn't have to be anything luxurious or fabulous, like you're going on a trip or anything, though those that's very nice as well. But it's probably easier to, for you on a day-to-day basis to just steal some time and just hide in the closet. Don't feel shame about hiding in the closet sometimes. You know, if you have kids, you know, I mean, our kids, they, they'll still find me. Our little one, geez, she just, yeah. she will still find mm-hmm. me wherever I'm at. But I try to be very quiet or, you know, if, or I'll just tell my husband, maybe I just need some, you know, can you just watch, just watch her for a couple of minutes um, or just, you know, let him know what I'm doing. So, you know, and it's like working together as a team, if, if you do have a spouse and just understanding that you both need your separate time. Um, away from each other, away from the kids you need, and we call it me time. Me time is very important. Um, Another thing besides that is, you know, I tried to work it in more on my calendars, getting a manicure, a pedicure. Um, That has come, you know, to be one of the things that I kind of enjoy. I don't do it as often as I need to, I will be honest. At one point, I was doing very well. Um, But I do try to make sure that I have, you know, some time to just go to the nail salon and just sit down and, you know, get that pedicure manicure. And it's just time where it's it's just you by yourself because you need that. You absolutely need that. Yeah. And I think now more than ever with how it is all over, I mean, COVID changed the way we do a lot of things. Yeah. Permanently, some of them, some of them, you know, just temporarily and things are still slowly getting back to that normal that we had before. You know, you have a lot of people, they they still, you know, they remained at home. You know, they they some people, you know, obviously went back to the office or went back to the, whether it's a, a brick and mortar store or whatever their job was. But some people, uh, the job allowed them to stay home and work from home and, you know. Like mine, praise the right? Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really good stuff for some people. But um, the, the, the negative part, no, I didn't say negative, but the, the part that you got to be careful of is, when you were able to go to the office, you know, you 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 went there and you did work. And then you would go and take lunch for however many, you know, 30 minutes, 45, mm-hmm. an hour to those blessed with that. And then you would come back to the office for the rest of the day. And then at 5, you left, you were done. No more office, no more work until the next day. But now with people being remote as in working from their houses, it's all smushed into one thing where yeah. you wake up. You know, you're in you your ready, office and for you're a lot in of your office. <laughs> yeah, you know, you you're you're in your office or you if you're able to dedicate a room and I'll say try to do that, try to dedicate a room that's just for your day to day work stuff in there. One hundred percent, yeah. But you know, still what happens is you wake up and you're already into work. You don't you may take a lunch, but you maybe you take a lunch at your desk or in front of your computer. Killed or, me. you know, you never get out. You know what I mean? And I would say make it a point. Even if you're not able, like maybe, I don't know if you're able to commute or able, if you don't have a car to, to take out, or maybe your spouse took the car, whoever, you know, you're just home without a ride, just get out, get in some, you know, some sun, some... Yeah, walk around the neighborhood. Just for a few minutes, you know, yeah. 15, 20 minutes, just to breathe it out, air it out, you know. Take your lunch and walk it with you. If it's just a snack or something or, you know, whatever the case, eat your lunch and then take the walk just to 
separate, just to create a level of separation and just to woosah the, the day in. Yeah, you know, you, you brought up a great point that taking care, taking care of yourself, even now, post COVID, if you are one of the ones blessed, I say, to still work from home, you know, I think people, they don't take into account the effect that being in one place for eight, nine, 10 hours can have on your mentality, um, can have on you even functioning as a mom or a dad after work when you're at home all day, you know, there's blurred lines now. And so like my husband said, but one thing we made a point when we moved was to make sure that we had separate spaces for our office so that there was a clear line of this is work, this is home. Because when everything is the same, you know, you have the, you would have the same stress or the same mentality that you would have at work after you knock off, because there is no separation really. So you're at work, but you're home. And so there's, there's really no outlet for you to kind of decompress. So I would really, 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 really recommend, um, even if you have to just make a little spot, if you don't have extra rooms in your house and you just need to dedicate a spot, if it's the dining room, wherever, just a corner Mm -hmm. that, you know, in your mind, that is my office here. That's my work area. And during the day, like my husband said, get up. And move. I'm talking to myself too, and he knows this because a lot of times I don't move. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have the luxury <laughs> of, like, I have to pick up the kids in the afternoon, so that's one of the times when I get up. But I even do it, like, because of the work I do, I'm all, I always have headphones on like I do now, but I'm always listening to something. And sometimes they say, even in my industry, they say, take a break from it. Get a break from it and, you know, get some clarity, which yeah. is what it will do for anyone, no matter what they're in, whatever yeah. industry they're in. And that's true. I mean, sometimes when you have a problem, the mm-hmm. best thing for you to do is to leave, step away. step away, step away, clear your head, and then come back after 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, because you'd start to have a deeper perception or perspective, I should mm-hmm. say, another perspective now that you've... You've gotten that break because, you know, again, we, we go back to this car analogy and it's like you, your mind, we're processing so many different thoughts, so many different things every single day. Your mind needs a break. It mm-hmm. needs that breather. It's almost like restarting your computer, like your computer needs that, even though I'm horrible at that mm-hmm. and I need to do better, but it needs that time to just, okay, let's flush out take a break, breathe a little bit, refactor some of the things that we're thinking. And you'd be surprised. Like you, you just come up with an idea like, oh, this would be a great idea. And sometimes that's hindered because there's, there's just not enough time to breathe, not no time for rest. Gotta make the time for the rest. Yeah. We have to make time for rest. And so, so that's where it applies to to our job. So we talked about taking care of yourself. Well, let me ask you, since, you know, you you seem like this, it's not a hard thing for you, sir, to take a a break. What are some of the things (laughs) you do For your, like, self-care, like, taking care, I guess, or taking Um, a break. Who knows? I mean, I I try to get into reading. You you know, I have a few books. I'm, like, in the the middle of, like, three or four books, which sucks. (laughs) But, you know, I try to do that. Uh, You see, I got the one down there. I haven't really. Yeah. What's that? Atomic Habits. Atomic Habits. It's it's an interesting book. It's not, like, a Christian book, but it's still very interesting. Um, That, like, reading on it just... I mean, sad to say, I'll scroll social media too for a little bit, but just to just for five seconds until I'm disgusted again and I and I get off there. But you know, um, I don't even bother. But I'll just go into the next room. Like I literally just go out and sit on the couch, just sit down for a little bit. Off, I like you say, put on something on TV or whatever. You know, the the latest, some of the latest uh 
unsolved mystery shows oh my came God. on. So my husband is a crime that. junkie. I love those those, those type of shows. <laughs> but so I'll do that. You know, just about. Yeah, but see that that's good. And I think what's important is you find what works for you. Find what works for you. One thing I will caution though is to say don't allow it to get to the point where your rest becomes everything you're doing. So where that takes over there, there's a time for work and there's a time for rest. So know that rest is important, but make sure you get back up and get to your work because then that will start to breed procrastination and that will start to breed laziness. And those are all things that we do not want. No, we don't want those things. (laughs) So, so make sure you understand what we're saying. Take a rest 100%, but don't rest in your rest. Okay. Well, maybe, don't take a rest, rest, as in <laughs> don't lay go to down. Sleep don't lay in down. The middle of, of a work thing. Don't, uh, don't find the chair that's much more comfortable than your <laughs> office chair or you, you know, wherever you're working, that chair. Right. Take a walk. Yeah. Just walk up. Maybe it's, if it's too hot, just walk in the little shade you have outside your house. Just yeah. get your legs, you know, get your legs up and And sometimes around. it's important, I mean, whether you work from home or not, um, that you take a me day, you know, so we, we mm-hmm. have this quote from this movie where he says, you know, I think I might just take this day, oh. you know, and it's like, I think you just, just have a me day, but make sure that you're taking that time out to rest and, and finding the things that make you happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just takes your mind off of everything for a little bit. Yeah. Um, let's talk quickly also about taking care of your marriage, Ooh. right? So Ooh. one important to take care of yourself and individual. And that's why I had mentioned earlier as well, you know, you you communicate with your spouse, like, listen, I need some me time. And just, you know, if you have kids and take the kids and watch the kids for me. Um, But in the same vein, you have to make sure that you are taking care of and nurturing your marriage at the same time. And that is outside of children. I want to be very clear that that is what I'm referring to. Um, Now, I see my husband's face looking at me when I said that. So I'm going to explain as in knowing that whether you have kids or not, but I'm specifically for the ones that do have kids, knowing that you had a a marriage, your kids are not a part of your marriage. You are not married to your children. And I hope you, you guys hear me with an open heart and understand where I'm going with this. You you are married to your spouse. You had children together and created a nucleus family, but you are not married to your children. And so it's important that you foster your marriage with your spouse and making sure you're doing things like date nights or just taking vacations without the kids or just just doing things together, having communication um, and conversations that don't always revolve around the children. Um, That is very, very, very important outside of the normal day to day. So that's when I say taking care of your marriage, I'm referring Mm -hmm. to. No, yeah, totally, totally. And but that I mean that lead me back to making sure that the self care stuff too, and having a self like having because I think sometimes some some people I mean it's parents especially we get caught up in being a parent and we yeah. lose our own identity. That's true. <laughs> Maybe That's true. and then even as a married couple, hopefully I mean and I don't know if it makes sound bad, but the, our only identity as is as being the as couple. Ba- mm-hmm. But that's not always. Great. I mean, it's great to be unified for sure. That's the that's the goal. But if my wife doesn't do things on her own sometimes, or if I don't do things on my own sometimes, in an event to you know self self care, 
we won't have, you know, we, we're probably going to get boring because we'll just be doing the same stuff all the time. <laughs> True. But, you know, if she does something, she's going to try some food that she think I might like, right. or she's going to try axe throwing or something. <laughs> Which is very fun, that, by the way. You know, I might like, or I might try something that she might like, and, you know, it's it's going to continue to keep things lively when it comes to, you know, having things, adventures to do together. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just, yeah. I, I just, like that. Because <laughs> yeah. we tied it back to, and that's another great point for self-care. And it goes all the way back to when I said sometimes we think that it's being selfish when we take care of ourselves. But if you really see the full extent of what happens when you do take care of yourself, when you do have your me time, when you do rest, that you're a better version of yourself, not just for you. Mm-mm. You're a better version of yourself for your spouse. Mm-mm. You're a better version of yourself for your children. You're a better version of yourself for your family. And so it's almost selfish not to self-care. Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, maybe some people may not get it. I don't know. I get it. Though. <laughs> Hopefully get you guys it. get it. I will I will really encourage you to listen to this again if you don't understand um, what we're saying. But I think for the most part, everybody kind of understands. I think it's getting from the point of knowing this stuff to doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's difficult. Like we live in day-to-day life. We we know the reality of it. And you know, and sometimes it is easier to say it and it's easier to say, yeah, I know. And I we need to try, we need to try. Um, but it's actually being intentional about doing it. Whether that is you setting um the same way how I know, like our Master Chef is Wednesdays at eight o'clock. Okay. Mm-hmm. You set a time where, okay, nine o'clock to, to nine thirty is my me time. Or or you set a routine. Let's say as soon as you come home, uh, the first 15 minutes, you just go into your bathroom and that's just you. Find a way where you can work it and into I'm, your I'm routine. Gonna, and I'm going to tie the book back in. Okay. The, the Atomic Habits. They <laughs> said one thing you got to make sure you do. And I think you talked about this too when you talked about making sure the goals are realistic. Right. So if you know there's no way you can get a full hour in right. or whatever, um, even maybe if you can't, you don't can't get a half hour. Because, I mean, like she said, we have a four-year-old running around here. Mm-hmm. She would literally... Suck up all of our time and space. 24 hours if you let her. I could tell you just a while ago, at least how she does every day. She either follows me or her mom. She'll get one of our phones, which, you know, normally people you feel like you give your child your phone, they entertain. No. She don't want that (laughs) child. She wants to be entertained, but she wants to be right up under you as well. (laughs) So she'll follow me or she'll follow her mom, uh, you know, or she'll have the phone and just be sitting up right against you while you trying to watch TV. Mm -hmm. I mean, we understand that at that age, that's how they are. Fine. Awesome. Great stuff. But... If you know realistically you can't get that amount of time, start smaller. You know, start with something that is a little more realistic. That's okay. If it's just a fifteen minutes, or you know, create, make sure, like, like my wife is saying, the the goal you schedule or the time you schedule, realistically. Exactly. If you know by nine o'clock you can be knocked out, not a don't good set time. it for nine o'clock. Exactly. That's gonna you know mess it up completely. Exactly, and that's why I said try to find a way where it fits in your existing routine because mm-hmm. you already have a routine set up. I realized that worked. Wonders for me. Cause so we have a schedule and in one one episode we'll probably talk about this, I'm sure. Um, but like we have a schedule that's like, okay, Mondays, he does this, I do that, he does this, I do that. You know, I drop the kids, he picks the kids up, I cook, he bathes um the little one, you know, mm-hmm. we take out the trash. So we have like a, a system that works for us. Mm-hmm. I realize the best way for me to do, especially on days when I have to cook, is the second that I knock off from work, right? I just knock off as and I know this is the time. I will go straight in the kitchen and just cook. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise it's I'm gonna stuff is gonna come up. I'm gonna be checking emails. I'm I'm gonna go watch something on you know TV. I'm falsely 
So I'm like, okay, nope. Just so I tell myself, as soon as you get up, you go straight to the kitchen, you cook. And it works. You, you have to make sure that, and we talked about setting smart goals. And my husband said, we, I mentioned the um, the realistic goals. If mm-hmm. you missed that episode, please go and find it. It was a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but you want to start small. That's where it comes with the reality. It's It's hard. It's hard when you have not been doing this before to say, I'm going to do an hour of me time. Mm-hmm. That you're setting yourself up, unfortunately, for failure, and it's going to discourage you from trying it again. So start small. And if you see, if you say, hey, listen, I just want 10 minutes, and you see that you actually are able to do 15 minutes, then okay, do the 10 minutes first for at least a week to where it becomes a part of the routine. Then shift it. If you notice that you can take more time, then say, okay, 15 minutes. Do that for a week until it sticks. And then if you're like, hey, I could do more time. Mm-hmm. Do the 20 minutes. Um, do do whatever, you know what I mean? But I just make sure that you establish it as a habit. Start realistic. Work so it into your routine so mm-hmm. that it can stick. It's literally the name of the book, Atomic Habits. You know, because an atom is like literally like a really small thing. Oh, okay. You know, it could- I didn't big. read the book, but that sounds very no, interesting. Yeah, like that, that part of I've already passed inside the book. But, you know, it's pretty, pretty. It makes sense, you know. Yeah. I mean, so. No, I mean it. It really does, and I really hope that you guys try it. I mean, and, and then the the last thing because we we started to talk about kids is just being intentional and taking time out for your kids. Um, and when I say taking time out, not just being in the house, because sometimes we would think just because you're there, you're spending time with them. And that is not true because I I can tell a lot of times, even when I am distracted or I'm busy a lot and the kids, you know, are like, hey, I want to play or I want to do this. And I'm like, okay, mommy's busy. Mommy's busy. And I find myself saying that a lot. And the kids, they really crave your attention. So it's going to be so important that you set that intentional time and be sure that you're taking care of them emotionally. We are always... I want to say trained and it's just common knowledge or common sense, I would say, to make sure that they have a roof over their head, to make sure that they have food, to make sure that they have clothes. These are basic things. But what I'm more so referring to is their emotional well-being and making sure we're intentional about taking care of them on a personal level, having conversations with them, asking mm-hmm. How's your day? What's going on? Just being sure that 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 you're nurturing them from that standpoint, not just from the obvious making sure we have money, making sure that, you know, their clothes and all of that. That's that's all material things and they're all needed, but very important also them as as little people. Like they they, they crave your time. Mm-hmm. They crave your time. They crave your attention. And so that is all I think we're going to... Oh, unless No, you're... I mean, on that point, again, yeah. I bring it back to another... Also, like, I think... I don't know if this may be controversial. You raise your kids how you want to raise your kids, for sure. Don't listen to anything we're saying <laughs> above what you know or what is working for you in your household. But I think a good thing, especially with how people are now, teaching your kids... No, I wouldn't say to be problem solvers, but to know how to handle situations, you know? Teaching them to somehow take care of themselves. Take care of themselves. <laughs> Literally, I mean, like, I mean, it's gonna get some some flack, but mm-hmm. this generation I feel is a little bit more. Some subjects are a little more touchy than uh, than I guess my generation. I'm from the I guess what do you call the boomer generation or the. You are not that. I don't know. I'm not the boomer, but I'm right after the boomer. The Generation X. Maybe? I think they're Generation I think X, X or Z. Yeah, I don't know. I something. feel like they keep changing. But it. whatever the case. 
you know, certain, I think I was part of the generation that, you know, we saw the advent of technology and we, we had to fix a lot of problems right. for ourselves. We, we were have... around for the VCR and the CDs. Right. <laughs> we, we had to roll the VCR tape back and make exactly. it work, you know, figure out how to get the CD to, you know, put that alcohol in and wipe it clean. But kids nowadays, when something happens, oh, it's broken. It's done. It's over. Throw it in the trash, you know. And you never know that same kind of view could roll over into them personally. You know, oh, well, me and my friend have a disagreement. Oh, we're not friends anymore. Done. No, <laughs> you know right, what I mean? It's, right. it's like, I think a good thing to do as parents, and that's me, I'm talking about for me and my wife, you do what you want to do. <laughs> but still Nothing be open, though. Is, uh... <laughs> he he always says that. But yeah. Yeah. It is always, and, and I'll even put a pin right there, because we would always say disclaimer, you know, we talk about things that work in our household, but it's always important for you to know what works in yours. However, being open to hear and being open for change because something you might think is working may not be working. Mm -hmm. And so always be open. I mean, we, we do that too, even as we go to different conferences or whatnot, open to hear, you know, how other couples are, are dealing with certain things and if they're finding success with it. And, you know, it may, sometimes, you know, we take a step back and we question like, okay, is what we're doing kind of working? You know, is it, you know, the kids happy or whatnot? So always just, just I'm just plugging that in there. It's to, yeah, I mean, I, so we will always say, you know, this is for us, mm -hmm. but we encourage you to, you know, let it, well, is it, if it applies, let it fly. I don't remember, but I yeah. mean, but <laughs> granted, just like, I mean, think about it. You would go to a conference because maybe some things aren't working, but True. you would also receive some confirmation that some things you're doing is maybe the right thing to do. Some things are the right thing to do. And that's probably why you're listening to this, because maybe some things you don't, no one knows everything. So we're all trying to we take try information to and then yes. we, we take whatever information, we take pieces from it. Maybe not everything from it is for us, but some things are for us. And whatever is for you, we pray that you get it and you receive it and no one's offended and we don't lose any subscribers. <laughs> Just, just saying. Uh, you just guys saying. know by now, if you've been following the podcast, my husband is purely a comedian. Um, Not all day. And so, but I thank you so much for joining me today on this episode, my wonderful husband. Mm -hmm. um, I do pray that you guys were blessed. If you have any comments or anything like that, please reach out. Um, we'd love to further this conversation. Um, or just to get your thoughts, you can email us at support at theprayingwife.com. Um, or if you just want to send us a message on Facebook, that might be easier for you. Um, or on Instagram, we are there. I think it's at The Praying Wife Circle. Um, you can find us online. The website is theprayingwife.com. We are always here, always available. And so I want to thank each and every one of you so much for listening. And I pray that God will continue to work on your heart, that he will open up your eyes for you to see ways that you can improve your self-care um, and show you that self-care is very important and that he himself, the creator of the universe, took time to rest. And from the very first pages of our Bible, we are seen where there was work and there was rest. And so I just pray that he will grant you rest for your souls, rest for your minds, um, rest for your bodies in the name of Jesus. And I thank you again so much. Remember, as always, that you are beautiful. You are powerful. You are made in the image of God and you are loved. God bless you and we'll see you next time.